Uh, Miss Finch, you're sending Cassie right. It's Carrie White. Come in, Cassie. Carrie. Miss Finch, would you uh, bring in a dismissal slip? You thought you might take the rest of the day and go home. Take care of yourself, Cassie. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Three slaps across the face. I'm on Team Carrie, clearly. Yeah, oh, you, you want more head? You have to go kill a pig later. Okay. Twisting your dirty mustache right now as you're giggling. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. You know, the, the greater good. Okay. That was, that was a John Travolta. Yeah, no, I knew so what you know. were doing. I knew what you were doing. Yeah. I didn't, hey, look at that. Yeah, I knew. No, it was great. I actually thought for a second you were going to go like with the crazy hysterical mom, they're all going to laugh at you voice. They're all going to laugh at you. Yeah. yeah. And then, which, by the way, I had no idea was this movie, which nice. was surprising. Wait, wait, wait. Was this also your first time viewing this movie? It was my very first time. Wow. All right. Same yeah. All, none of you guys have seen this movie? Never. Andrew? Real quick. We haven't even intro. This is my first time. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm even more excited to talk to you guys about this. Okay. <laughs> I am popping my Carrie Cherry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a way to start the podcast right there. You are welcome. My name is Carrie. Let's never say that again. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's right. I re... Uh, what's the word? Uh, backtrack? I re- redact? I redact. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Rescind, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, keep, yes. keep, Rescind. Keep yeah. digging is what I think is what you're trying to do. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's reset here before we... Getting too much more trouble. This is episode 416. 416. That's my birthday. And tonight mm-hmm. we're talking about Carrie, 1976's Carrie, the Stephen King adaptation. Uh, Carrie, directed by Brian De- Brian De Palma. That was hard for me to say for some reason. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. He likes to sneak into pig farms at night on Friday nights, Jimison. Well, that's what we call the uh, Friday night football games in our in our <laughs> county. But uh, sure, yes. there we go. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was it seemed really easy to sneak in there, but I guess why have special security for a pig farm? Um, I would have to say that's the most decorative pig farm I've ever seen as well. I mean, I, I mean, isn't normally it's like a cow tipping thing is what they do on Friday nights? Who goes to a pig farm? Well, they go to a pig farm for other reasons around here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a happy pig farm, apparently, until that happened. Tonight, Andrew, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yes, the, uh, as soon as I saw the, like, the mural on the side, all I could think of is, oh, someone drew that to distract people from the fact that pigs <laughs> are being slaughtered every day inside there. Yep. At first, I honestly. At night, apparently. I thought it was supposed to be like a like almost a set or something or like we didn't we're not going to spend any money on this set so let's just paint something on the wall like god this is terrible quality yeah but no just trying to make everyone forget about what they're doing to the poor little pigs yeah well that's all right uh and Sam what Tommy was surprisingly the only one who died peacefully vector do we know he died 
Like, did the bucket kill him? No, the bucket didn't kill him, but he probably died with everyone else, and I just assumed he was still... We didn't see him wake up, so I assumed that he died unconscious, which is probably the best way to go in that scenario. (laughs) Because everyone... If you didn't get cut in half by ceiling debris, uh, you were burned alive. So yeah, that was that was rough. But Sean, yeah, I'd like you to introduce you to my friend uh, Mr. Travolta over here with the sledgehammer. Oh, so okay, yeah. <laughs> what a stupid scene. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so dumb. I hated that scene so. I much. mean, I, I'm wondering in the book. In the book, does does is it actual blood that they used? I mean, why not just water or? Well, yeah, just so many other easy to use things there's, there's to dump a, on something. There's a very real reason why they use blood, and we'll talk about it later. I know Carrie is really, oh. it's like just, it's it's eating at her. I can see it in her face that she's, <laughs> she, there, there's a real reason. All right. Okay. And Carrie, uh, making her triumphant return, her reluctant return, her, um, I don't know, she's here. And, <laughs> and I will say this, Carrie, you are the first repeat customer of the year of 2022. Do I get a prize? You do. Um, you get a movie uh, watched uh, with your name on it. Yeah. That's so. true. That's true. Kind of a big deal. It so. is kind of a big deal. And actually, if you want, again, you already have some cheap seat review stickers, but I can send you some of these holographic ones if you want. That's, oh, fancy. That's the only thing I have to, to offer. Um, They're pretty swagalicious. They are. So, uh, great word. It absolutely is. Uh, so, Carrie uses her telekinetic powers to make coffee in the morning from the Dick Tales podcast. Smooth. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Very Wouldn't nice. it be great, though? God, I I would die without coffee. Like, I I felt that way this morning. I had about three hours of sleep last night, and my first thought was coffee or death. Like, that's all it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank God for the automatic start. Yeah, I think I, I once told you that I don't drink coffee, and uh, your response was uh, interesting, I think, uh, you, the phrase I you used. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, no, Sean, just, I like, just... raw-dogging life, and I don't that get that. That was the phrase you used, raw-dogging life. <laughs> yeah. You don't drink, you don't drink coffee. It's, it's weird. So, 1976 is Carrie. Uh, based on <laughs> Stephen King's book of the same name, it is his first book to be turned into a movie. And I've already had a discussion with someone on Twitter who thinks that this is the best Stephen King adaptation, which I found interesting because Shawshank Redemption. And yeah. And of course, this is one of my favorite Stephen King adaptations. I can definitely say that. Well, it, it does have the benefit of being better than most of them because most of them are terrible. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Yeah. No, they, See, some I'm of them are. <laughs> Jump off here, guys. I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, name me four. Okay, other than like we know that, um, you can't qualify. You want me to name you four moves, four Stephen King movies that I like? Not that you like, not that you like that are good because that's what I said. Doctor Sleep is good. It's fantastic. The Shining. It's a good movie. I hate it, but it's a good movie. Okay, um, I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, which I know is, that's probably... Oh, that's a list of shame right there. I own the movie, but I haven't seen it. Um, But I've heard that's amazing. It is, it's (laughs) a fantastic film. I love Carrie, and I also love Christine. That's a great movie. I don't, uh, in fairness, I've never seen Christine. I've not heard anything other than it's schlocky, whatever. But like... Saw Christine once. Well, but like 70s horror movies... 
I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be like that. You know what I mean? Like we're used to different movies now. We're used to that recent CGI. We're used to less storyline for the most part, and a lot of jump scares. This movie yeah. has none of that. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I, I guess no, I was, it does have a jump scare because it got me. Oh, it got me too, and I freaking it, knew it was gonna happen. Time. Yeah. Which part? <laughs> At the end of the movie, the uh, the arm coming out of the ground. Oh, I, I, oh, yeah. I knew that was happening. Yeah. I was waiting for that because yeah. I knew it. I had no clue. Normally, jump scares don't bother me. That one, I was shook. I don't know why. You were shook. <laughs> I was shook. <laughs> yeah, it, it it got me pretty good too. But my, my I guess what I was trying to say is like because it feels like there's like a hundred Stephen King adaptations out there, and most of them are not good, right? For every Doctor Sleep, Shining, you know, Carrie, you get. Like the Carrie remake, which has like a a four point one rating on IMDb, or you get um, the Dark Tower movie, or you get um, the one where like they're cat people. What what's that one? Um, the Cats. Langoliers or something? You know, Pet Cemetery. No, Pet Cemetery was good. You didn't like Pet Cemetery? I haven't seen it. Oh. Ad- admittedly, I haven't seen it, so okay. I don't know. Okay, so how can you sit here and say these movies suck when you haven't watched most of them, Sean? Because I can. Know that dog shit tastes bad, but I've not eaten it. <laughs> well, if you like it, you also don't like coffee. you also don't like coffee. So can well, we listen. trust your opinion? But I've tried coffee. Listen. I have tried coffee. I just don't like it. Just like I, the last time when we were at the beach, and my wife and the kids were eating crab legs, I'm like, let me try another crab leg, and I tried it. I'm like, yep, still tastes bad to me. So every oh, now geez. and then I'll try it. I just, you know, it's not like I'm not I'm averse to it. I actually want, especially seafood, I want to eat it because everyone else in the family likes it. It would be more Sean, convenient if I did like it. There's a comedian who says that uh, dog shit can taste good if there's enough ranch on it. <laughs> or hot sauce. Yeah. If that's your thing. Ugh, gross. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but that's fine. Um some reason I feel I'm feeling very attacked, and I feel like you guys are bullying. <laughs> it's an intervention. That's what happens. Is that it's is that the theme here. of tonight's episode? Is that I'm going to be bullied? Yeah. I think. Are you just sensitive because we watched a movie about bullying? I'm always very sensitive, Carrie. You know that. That could be. Uh, so Brian De Palma directed this film, um, like I said, and he has directed. Well, we have seen I think one of his movies before. If I'm in my mind, yeah, we, we've watched uh, Untouchables of his. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also did Mission Impossible, the first one, which I like. I know a lot of people don't, but I like that one. Uh, he also yeah. did Scarface, which I haven't seen. What? And I know your, <laughs> your right. surprise is like, you know, you should just get used to me saying I haven't seen it. But you have a movie review podcast, and you said you're on episode 416, and yeah. you don't watch Stephen King movies, and you haven't seen Scarface. Yeah. 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 And didn't you watch, yeah. when you watched The Princess Bride for this podcast, That wasn't that the first time you'd ever seen that, too? Not for me. It was for Andrew. Oh. It was for me, yeah. 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 yeah oh, yeah. you didn't like it, and that's my favorite movie, so we had a little bit of beef about that, Andrew. That's right, we did. I know. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. She forgave you more, like, quicker than you offending her favorite movie than she has for me not liking coffee. (laughs) Well, I mean. Well, that's just un-American, Sean. Obviously. (laughs) Thanks for bringing it back. 
all right. Anyway, so the, he has uh, he also directed uh, pretty recently. He did the the Black Dahlia, which was uh, critically acclaimed, and Domino. He's also working on two films now called Sweet Vengeance and Catch and Kill. Those uh those sound interesting. Sweet Vengeance. I like the name of that. Plot unknown. Okay, there you go. There's nothing about it. There's no actors or anything. So there you go. I have nothing more to tell you about that. <laughs> it's in the early stages. Great story. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Okay, well, let's do five word reviews because I'm interested to see where we go with this. Because like I was I was shocked actually to see that that uh, this was uh, a first time viewing for both uh, Sam and Andrew. We are famously for this podcast. Um, cowards when it comes to horror films. Andrew yes, admitted absolutely. last week that he yeah. probably... All of you guys are? Pretty much, yeah. For the yeah. most part. I mean, I'm less than the other two, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew admitted that he's like, you know, I, he kind of watched a little bit of this stuff when he was growing up, but you still don't have the repertoire of someone like Carrie or Ebony no, last no. week. or it's, yeah. it's not something that I want to sit down and just watch on a regular basis. I have to be in the mood. Sure. I have now it's spooky Some, season. Yeah. yeah. I mean somebody yeah, somebody has to there's, there's floor, foreplay involved. Yeah. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you have to be coerced into watching these movies is what you're saying. Yeah, that are yeah. Or bribed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this case yeah. it is coercion for the podcast because it's the only way reason why I would watch these movies. I would never watch one of right? these movies yep. without the podcast. Um I mean like like last week, seriously. You guys kind of laughed at me, especially when I when I told you off air about Paranormal Activity. I'm still having a hard time sleeping at night because of that movie. <laughs> Legit, I'm not just saying that for the last of the podcast. I have to take melatonin to go to sleep at night because that movie is still bothering me. And that movie is not even that scary. It, that movie is all it's all the buildup. It's you're so tense the whole time waiting for something to happen. And it, you're still have you're having nightmares about it. It's not nightmares. Yeah. It's just as I'm laying there trying to go to sleep, I hear every noise in the house. Mm. And yeah. it's funny, like one of the one of the things that actually really, and I didn't say this last week, one of the the little bits that, or gags or sight scares that they do that actually really got to, in my head was in one of the alternate endings. I think it's the alternate ending. Yeah, the alternate one where the uh, the police come in. When so she's sitting there right on the floor, and then the police burst in, and say, "Hey, police! The hallway light in the back room, where the the attic uh, access is, that light turns on, and then turns off before the police come up the stairs." So like, there's something about that that really bothered me. <laughs> so like, as like like right now like tonight when I'm done with the show and I turn all the stuff off and I'll I'll leave this room. Like I will turn on every light I can before I get into the bedroom. <laughs> just <laughs> I will wake up my children turning on lights so I can get into the bedroom. Like for something about that movie bothered me and and it also ha- didn't help that the next night I'm laying there. And I think I texted you guys this. Like I'm trying to go to sleep and then I hear what I, it sounds like a footstep. And like my eyes like, you know, open up right and then I hear another footstep and then another one. And then I shoot up in bed, and there's my daughter at the foot of my bed just standing there. And I'm like, I about peed myself. And I'm like, you okay, baby girl? What's going on? And she's like, I had a bad dream. It's like, okay, let's let's get you back in bed. So 
I'm now I'm going to have a bad dream too. So thanks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. This movie is not going to make me... I had, I had no problem sleeping last night after watching this movie. No. Because this movie is not uh, it, not really scary, but it definitely fits in the great in the good horror genre that it is. So, but does it? I think so. I think so, personally. Yeah? We'll talk about it. Andrew, why don't you... Uh, no, Sam goes first on the five words. Oh, you want me? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, you're going you're gonna to say that I'm lazy this week. I only have one. And it is, uh, horror isn't where it seems. And I had never seen this movie before, but everybody should know that Carrie is about the prom and getting red liquid, whatever it was, blood or whatever, dumped on her. And then she goes and kills everybody pretty much. That's all I knew going into this thing. And it was interesting to me to find the the backstory about the, the bullying. And how it wasn't Carrie who was supposed to be the monster. It was the people around her that, that created her. And, and I found that twist kind of the interesting part of this kind of one-off, right? Because really this, you know, you could see Stephen King having an, an aha moment when he starts thinking about the prom scene and then creating the story from there. But I found it interesting that the obvious 20 year olds playing teenagers and the teachers and the mother, especially um, are really the scariest part of this, this whole film because they're just mother. You can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now with that said and done, I, I enjoyed the film. Um, I wouldn't seek it out to watch again, um, but a few little nitpicks. I think the mother was cast wrong. She looks way too young to be the mother of Carrie. Um, I think that would have been a better shot. I also, I just don't understand the motive of some of the people in the movie. And I might've missed it. The girl who told the guy to go to prom with her. Why was she, was she on Carrie's side? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. She, so the, I think she's a genuine nice girl. That was Sue, I believe. Yeah. Because yeah. at one point, whenever at the beginning of the movie, when the gym teacher is yelling at them all, she's yelling at her specifically like, Sue, what the hell are you doing? And I think Sue had that moment of, yeah, what are we doing? Why are we bullying this girl? I'm going to be I'm going to step outside of my group of mean girls and I'm going to have my boyfriend take her to prom and have let her have this moment like that. That was all genuine to me. OK, because she, I could not. She, I don't know if I missed a scene or something, her. but it felt it just felt weird. I, I kept expecting the other, sh- other foot, the f- other shoe to fall, other, whatever yeah. to fall, yeah, and, and be a part of it. I expected the the jock that went with her to, to turn on her at some point, mm-hmm. and make it even worse. So, I don't know why I kept expecting that. But anyway, um, because I uh, in the movie is a horrible person. <laughs> like you're yeah, surrounded yeah. by complete horrible people even the gym teacher i'm sorry i keep interrupting you sam even oh. the gym teacher whenever she's like kind of being nice then she's talking she's talking shit about her to the other girls she's talking about her to the principal like look these girls were beating her up and doing this stuff and i wanted to do it too <laughs> it's like what do you mean like it's there were the gym no teacher's people. problematic in a lot of ways <laughs> <I> actually <laughs> in, in a whole lot of ways <laughs> 
one of my notes uh one of my notes says mrs collins is kind of a bitch I tell you, PE in the 70s, holy crap, it must have been something completely different. But uh, I wish I could have taught then. Oh my gosh, right? (laughs) You wish you could just, Um, the kids. I mean, they're just slapping people willy nilly. Imagine slapping a child down. Imagine it. Oh, I mean, this would not happen. Even talking about it now would. First 20 minutes of the movie, three slaps across the face. (laughs) There's a lot of slaps in this movie. So many slaps. There's almost as many slaps as there are naked women. Oh, God. And, of course, it's on my screen at work. And I'm like, crap, 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 crap. I had no idea that was going to be there. Well, the funny thing is, is like, so I typically, you know, when I sit down to watch the movie, I like to take a picture of the TV and say, hey, I'm doing my homework for the podcast, right? I do it <laughs> every week. Well, and I like to have some kind of identifying moment in the movie to let people know, even if you didn't read the the tweet itself, if you just looked at the mm. picture, you could see what I'm watching. So when mm. it says, I took the picture when it says Carrie, the name of the movie, and I'm about to post when I realized there are naked people in the background. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't want to post this. <laughs> but here's the here's so ridiculous. Like I I just have to say it. This is like Stephen King and every male's fantasy because yeah. girls, no women are walking around the locker room basically flirting with each other. That we are one step away from snapping each other with towels. Yeah, and you're completely naked. You know what I mean? Like you're not just carrying a towel. You're not walking from the shower which had no doors apparently, or like even a curtain. You're not walking from the shower to your locker. You are just walking around. Bush and boobs out for everybody yeah. to see. The seventies. No, it was, doesn't happen that, that way. I, I mean, like I, I was in the high school in the late nineties, right? Right. Then it would it would never happen. We didn't even use the locker rooms. But I don't know a time in history where that was the case. I like was going to ask. Did you when guys was that a thing? You shower in P after PE? Did you guys shower? No. I should have probably, but no. Yeah. All <laughs> middle school and high school boys should shower. Yeah, I, I remember middle school, we had to change, right? So we had to change from yep. our normal clothes into gym shorts and shirt. Yeah, we and, did that in P, or in junior high and high school. Yeah, but no one showered. No one showered. But even right. that experience was terrifying because, like, you know, like you, you <laughs> at least I did, like most boys at that age are so uncomfortable about everything. Right. That like just getting into your underwear is like traumatic experience. So if it was raining outside and we got to stay in and not do a whole lot of physical activity, I was like, yes, you know, it was like, oh, we don't have to change. Yep. Awesome, we can just sit here and, you know, play marbles or something. I don't know. But we still had to dress out, even if it was we were inside. Are you saying you changed your underwear after PE though? No, we didn't. But like I'm just saying, like it was still just like a nightmare. I re- I hated it. Yep. Like, but every every boy. Unless you're like a super athletic jock dude, who even in eighth grade there wasn't very many, you know, like because in ninth grade, ninth grade is the last year you have to take PE. At least it was in my school. Oh, we took it all the way through senior year. Yeah, I didn't have to. So yeah, same here. Band, right? Yeah, I was in band. Yeah. Now we took our clothes off in front of each other in band, but that was because we wanted to. That was totally yeah. different. Yeah, <laughs> that is really strange. Now that you mention it, like band kids are totally comfortable doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's because we are all kind of shaped the same. Let's just be real. Like, you know, 
That's true. All the awkward kids. There's nobody to judge. Yeah, exactly. Like we're all, you know, kind of awkward. Like there's that one like really attractive person, but like they're not in the room with us, you know? Like so anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this to to carry to your point specifically about the locker room scene, which I, I don't know if Stephen King wrote that or if that's just a Brian De Palma thing. But right. it did feel like it kind of sexualized everything that was happening because you're not wrong. It 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 was like what men think happens in girls, yeah. whatever, right? Oh, we know it happens that yeah, way. We hope, yeah. we, everyone hopes you're walking around topless and you're yep. just like, oh, like petting each other's hair and yeah. rubbing each other as you're walking by. That is not happening. We're changing in the locker rooms, at least in junior high and high school, the same way you guys were, which is like hunched over or you turn around so your bra is facing the locker you're not out here yeah just throwing your tits off it was so aggravating they're throwing clothes at each other and towels no one has no one has mentioned yet that this was supposed to be a high school locker room and we're seeing what was supposed to be high school girls right in this thing to me that's i mean i don't know if the old sam before before having children would have felt any differently, but it felt awkward and it felt gross to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it was strange. It, it felt like an invasion of privacy, certainly when the camera is yes. tracking from one aisle to the next. But then when it does the push in on Carrie, like taking a shower, that was like a sensual. That was weird. I mean, she. Yeah. It was. She's... It was almost like a soap commercial slash porno. Yes, yes yeah. it was. Well, and yeah. then just the whole period thing too. I mean, again. We did have showers in our locker room, but they at least had curtains. Like nobody would have just showered everything out in front of everybody. And then she starts her period, has no idea what's even happening, which is horrifying. I can't imagine being 17 years old. You haven't had one and you've never even heard of it. Um, it, That that scene was that scene was awful to me. It, it is awful. Yeah. To your point. Well, about, and then when she starts getting picked on, that was. Well, okay, yes. I mean, and you're supposed to feel incredibly bad for her. You feel yeah. bad which for we did. being bullied. But if I was changing, and I don't know which girl was wearing like some kind of white shirt, and some girl comes with period blood on her hands. And oh, that is gross. Me, I would have yeah, hit her yeah. too. I wouldn't have sat yeah, and yeah. thrown pads and tampons at her while she cowers in the corner. But someone purposely grabbing me with their period blood. And I guess she thought she was dying. Um, yeah. I mean, but the, the, the scary just, thing is, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, it, it's just mind blowing to me. The whole thing was, I can't cuss on this show, right? You guys <laughs> keep your language. Say whatever you want to say. PG-13. Carrie. I'll, I'll, I'll believe you later. More work. It's fine. I'm trying to censor myself at the same time. Um, yeah, I would, I would not have reacted well to that either to somebody grabbing no. me with, period blood all over their hands. But clearly the fact that she thinks she's dying, I wouldn't have bullied her and just, you know, traumatized her. Girls don't do that either. The thing that bothered me about that scene the most was knowing that she had no, no one had sat down and told her. And, and we think that that's, that that doesn't happen that often, but I think we would be more, uh, or we'd be surprised that it happens more often than you would think it does because, uh, you know, there are people that either grow up parentless or grow up with their friends telling them about the, like I learned quite a bit in middle school from my friends because my parents sheltered me. I love them dearly, but yeah. I knew nothing about a lot of things until, you know, seventh grade kid next to me said, you don't know what this is, you know, 
so I think it happens a lot. And unfortunately, she was 17 when she figured this out. So sure. I mean, you live 17 years of your life and never have a period. You're probably going to think you're dying. Right. And she, it doesn't look like she has a lot of friends, so there's not a whole lot of talking with others. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, this would be a complete surprise to her. I keep harping on the period thing because it's crazy to me. Do you guys think that there was no sex ed? I know it's the 70s, so it's a different time. But there's, Maybe. You yeah. learned, like, we did that. That was like fourth and fifth grade or something in the 90s where we were sitting and they're sitting you down and tell you, this is what girls go through, this is what guys go through. And, yes, it's very basic and you don't find out a lot, but... It's so crazy to think that she had never even heard of it. It probably legit, probably because, um, I, I would bet because of the time period. I mean, seventy six, and King wrote it before then, right? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know when he wrote it. Seventy three, sixties, maybe. Okay. Ladies, sixties. Yeah. I, it would not have surprised me if that wasn't a thing. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, sex ed right. in schools. I mean, they were probably still again. They were still praying in school back then. We were still forcing kids to pray. And smoking in school back then, which was funny. Oh, well, yeah, that was in this too. Oh, yep. Smoking didn't stop for not. I mean, that's pretty recent. Like my mom became 80s. a smoker because of school. She was a teacher. She goes to the the teacher's lounge, and it's just like a smoke filled room. And she wanted to fit in, so she became a smoker. Yeah, like, now there's bongs. Well, that too, and she <laughs> probably does that too. I don't know. <laughs> She's been teaching okay. a long time. Eat the bathroom. Um. In fact, my high school, the one I, the high school that I went to, had a smoking section. When I was there, there was a section outside that had a sign that says the smoking section. Now, eventually, they took it down. For students or for teachers? Both. Both. Oh, yeah. yeah. We lived yeah. in the South. Yeah. <laughs> it's North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. There's a reason it, why it's called Tobacco Road. You know, like there's yeah. there's a town. Yeah. There was a town just north of us called Tobaccoville. So. Oh yeah. I often uh, joke with my exactly. colleagues uh, about uh, we should have a margarita room instead oh. of, uh, yeah, just in the middle of the day, margarita time. Absolutely. Put some hammocks up in there. You've got it mm-hmm. going. See, I work at a law firm, so I have attorneys that have bar carts in their offices, and we have a bar on our 20th floor. So everyone's wow. like, do you want a desk beer? I'm like, yeah. I don't know that I'm allowed to have a desk beer, but if you're getting one, please get me one. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, no, we didn't have a smoking section in school. We did have a stoner's parking lot that everyone knew. That's where you went to go smoke pot, but right I don't on. think it was san- school school sanctioned. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Uh, so a few of the notes that I wrote at the very beginning here. First thing, my very first note was, there's a lot of naked teenagers here. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I said, nice flute solo, because there was a lot of flute in this movie. Lots of flutes. Uh, mm-hmm. How sweaty could she have gotten by not playing volleyball well? I mean, did, like, like, did she even need to shower? I guess, <laughs> oh, man, you're point. picking on her volleyball skills, too? You are a bully. Yeah. Well, Jeez. what happens when the three of you gang up on me for the first two minutes of the episode? <laughs> It's okay, Sean. Climb out of your feelings. <laughs> uh, and then I wrote, "Ah, back when a slap to the face was acceptable." That's a good. That's a good thing. Yeah. And I feel it's like that's typically a... for a hysterical woman. Like, yeah. it's, you know, you can't call someone hysterical anymore either. But you know, you're freaking right. out. You're too emotional. Let me smack you across the face as hard as I can. Yeah, and that was that was definitely a product of not only of the time but of a film. Movies did that all the time, especially. I mean, the fact that it was a woman doing it makes it, I guess, a little better. But still, 
John Travolta did to his girlfriend. He was abusive. Yeah. Well, they were abusive to each other, but more he was way more physical abusive than she was. Because she just called him dumb, but he really didn't him like dumb it. shit. Yeah. Really dumb shit. And then he's like, smack, don't call me that. Uh, I also like how the, the motion though was very like the physical motion was pretty gentle, but the slap, the foley slap was like punching a slat of beef, man. It was yeah. It, it didn't quite match up, but I didn't. It was funny. I think the first slap was pretty light, but the did he hit her two times or three times? I thought at least twice, but like at least I guess twice. Twice. Yeah. I mean, the second time that was a slap. It yeah. was, yeah. It made so, my face hurt. I'm like, what are we speaking, doing? Speaking of these two and things that don't match up, during the during the Joe Blob, um, <laughs> she was saying his name the entire yeah. time, and okay. I was like. The, you her, can speak her, uh, really clearly with that in your mouth. That doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. I remember that. So the first time I saw this movie, I was probably Wait. 14. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like 14 when I saw this movie for the first time, and that is what I've remembered about it the most. I'm like, I feel like she's talking a lot for what's going on. Like, is it busy? <laughs> you can't hear. I don't know. It, I was thinking. It's probably that. the worst uh, Joe Blob you can get if she's I mean, talking that much. He seemed to enjoy it. He seemed to enjoy yeah. it, but yeah, not very realistic. Was, I'm glad you brought that up because that was within that was in my notes to talk it about. It was very yeah. it was very awkward too. Like her hands were just like on his chest and neck, and I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Clearly yeah. needs some lessons or something. Well, they're high school kids; they don't know, I guess. And then she's well, like, true. "Oh, don't be mad at me. Let me see again. I'm gonna have to censor myself for your podcast. I'm sorry, Sean." Let me give you head because right after you slap me, that's not going to happen. You yeah. know, no, it's no. It, it modeled such abusive relationships in this movie, which mm-hmm. was crazy. Well, think about this too, right? This was the the screenplay at least was written in the seventies, right? So I'm guessing there was some pretty hardcore um, uh, masochism, not masochism. Um, what do you call it? Misogyny. Um, misogyny. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. In uh, during this time. So, yeah, no, uh, like I said, I mean, the movie starts out with 10 naked girls frolicking around the locker room together. So we're all pretty clear of when this was made and where their head was at. Well, and if you look at other Stephen King adaptations and books and things like that, you start to see a kind of a pattern of this mm-hmm. as well. Um, if you look at book scenes, they they have never included in the it movies. Um with oh. the girl and what she does. Um, yeah. We won't even go there, but um, it's some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, Stephen, he- Stephen King's head is a scary place for me. Yeah, no so. <laughs> so we're going to backtrack a little bit in the movie. Uh, though the, that, the, the, what did you call the, the Joe Blob scene? Was, it was yeah. funny. It did make me laugh because it was ridiculous. Also because she's like, I really hate Carrie. And he's like, who? You know, like, like <laughs> yeah. during that point, in, in right? The, what is going on? It was very strange. <laughs> it's like we're in the middle of this moment, and obviously, what she wants, she wants something out of him, right? And she knows that she can get what she wants out of him with with sex, and so, so, but it's like it's just weird that she chose that moment while things are going on to say, "I really hate this other person." He's like, "Who?" Uh, which again, I didn't even know Travolta Jake. was even in this movie, so that was a no, that was a shot. I mean, I saw his name in the credits. I thought, what? Because, Sam, I'm with you. All I knew about this movie was Carrie gets pig blood 
poured on her. Her mother was crazy with a whole. We're all gonna laugh at you, see, uh, you know, whatever, because that's been used in other, you know, art, you know, you know, Family Guy and Simpsons and things like that. And yeah. then, and then she kills a bunch of people with telekinesis somehow. And I didn't know how. I just, I just didn't know how. And that, that was it. So yep. I was kind of with you, you know, the the so that, like one. So having not seen the movie. And not realizing that Carrie's mother was so abusive and, and sheltered her so much that when she had her period and was screaming and raging, the, my, one of my notes is, is Carrie's special needs. It's yeah. Because it's like yeah. she doesn't it understand. Like that. It did. It really came across as that. And then the rest of the movie, you know, it's just like, oh, no, she's just, she doesn't, she's not socialized. She doesn't know how to react and act, and she tells her mom, like, how could you not tell me that this was going to happen to me? And, of course, then the it mom blames... like it was a sin. It happened to her because she was sinful, which yeah. is... Right. The mom the is so abusive, it's insane. Yeah. Oh, she, the mom is, in, is, is insane, uh, literally, yeah. clinically, every form that you can think of. And, like, you're sitting there watching this thinking, there are people like this in the world. Absolutely. There are. And sure. There are people that there are abusive parents that hide behind religion for the mm-hmm. things they do to their kids, and there are people. It's it's a control thing. It's like she's just. It seemed almost like she's. It started. Did you guys see the part of I guess like the dad went off with another woman? Yeah, I'm wondering mm-hmm. that's whenever it got as bad as it was, but yeah, yeah it's it's just a control thing. She's a complete yeah. loss of control, so she wants to control every aspect of her daughter's life, and all in the name of religion. And therein lies the genius of Stephen King horror, right? It's not in monsters right. or aliens. It's it's in um, the everyday. The everyday. The well, people. It's the monsters that lie inside of us. You know, it's it's the monsters yeah. you don't realize. Yeah, yeah it. You're saying that Sam triggered you know other Stephen King ones that are actually good, like um, you know, like Misery, right? Like yes. the monster is just a person who is obsessed and turns, you know, turns crazy. And that's a good movie too. I was going to say, thank you for bringing up another fantastic Stephen King movie. Yeah, that's a really, really good movie. And we also watched Gerald's Game, but Mike Flanagan, you know, I think he kind of makes everything good. Though I've only seen the two movies of his. But you guys have seen Haunting on Hill House and and Swear by it. Oh, Haunting on, really, dude, you need to watch it. I, I hate to say it. It's such a good story. Yeah, it really, really is. And there is a there is a um, one shot in one of the episodes mm-hmm. that that'll blow your mind. All right. It, it'll be worth you not sleeping for a month. Yeah. And honestly, that's a show. Once you get into it, it's not scary anymore. Um, it, it really is not. Yeah. It's so much more psychological. Like in the beginning, when you don't really know what's going on, you're terrified. And then you're just drawn into the story. It's not as scary. Cool. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Uh <laughs> the, the, the other two, no, no, I'm saying the other two things of his that I've seen, Gerald's Game and and Doctor Sleep, I loved. I mean, Doctor yeah. Sleep yeah. is probably my favorite Stephen King thing. I mean, I love it probably as much as Shawshank, and I love Shawshank. Yeah. Wow, okay, I, I that's do, and I want, I really want to watch the extended version of Doctor Sleep. I just, I have to buy it, and I'm kind of a cheapskate right now. But anyway, moving on, who's uh, Carrie? Your five word review. Okay, good. Um, I have multiple. Yeah. So the first one actually is related. I was going to interrupt you before, Sean, with something you were saying about <laughs> sissy, state, sissy, say, 
I can't say her name. Say her name for me. Spacek. Spacek, yeah. Um, yes. So that scene, because she almost did seem like she was, you know, I don't know if you want to say on the spectrum or like there was something like she was something was going on with her. She's a fantastic actress. So my first yeah. review was yeah. Sissy Spacek yeah, is yeah. fantastic. She played this character so well when she was her crazy eyes um, at the end, when she's just walking around, not blinking for God knows how long. I just felt like uh-huh. someone needs to go blow in her eyes and make this woman blink. <laughs> I was so afraid of her and you felt so bad for her. Like you, I rallied behind her through this entire movie, even whenever I'm like, oh, God, how do you not know this? Or the situations where you you see what makes somebody a villain, I guess, like the her origin story. And I related to I didn't relate to her, but I empathize. She's, with her. Yeah, yeah, she, very much. Yeah. Yes. Um, OK, so my actual review was Cinderella story meets worst nightmare. Because the whole thing that happened with Sue trying to help her out and Tommy getting on board, they tried to really say, like, let's give you a great senior prom. You are a good person. You know, everyone calls her Creepy Carrie and everything. So it's like the two genuine people in the movie were trying to give her something really nice. And she had this whole moment, this perfect prom night. The guy kissed her. He likes her. She's named prom queen. And it's all brought down on her. And it's just heartbreaking to watch. Um, and the last one was, and I won't, I will censor this again. I don't freaking blame her. I don't blame her for what she did. <laughs> These people suck. They all deserved it. I felt bad for Tommy. Um, cause we don't really see how he dies. He does yeah, die. Yeah. They say it at the end that everybody yeah, died. Everyone that was in there died. Yeah. Up in the fire. But I don't blame her for what she did. Yeah. I'm on team Carrie, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, the yeah, guys, the ending was, it was it was crazy. The only thing that I, the only critical uh, thing I would say about the ending is that because it's filmed so chaotically, it's a little hard to know what's happening as the right. as the viewer. Yeah, um, I was a little confused, like you said, like we don't know what happened with Tommy specifically. Uh, there was a couple. Well, he worked down though, so I mean, we know he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, like we get, oh, yeah. everyone yeah. dies that was in the building. Uh, the only two that didn't, uh, the, the only three people that we care about in the movie is Sue, who we see, she was locked out of the building, or she was physically thrown, hurled out of the building by the coach lady, um, which again, okay, the the coach is kind of trying to be on her side, on Carrie's side, like she's trying to look out for her, but it's, she's a, she's kind of bad at it. Yeah. And... And then at the end, with the whole, she's still laughing at her though. I don't. The don't, audience, she's. I don't think laughing. she was. I think that, that was Carrie. I think Carrie was yeah. interpreting that because most of. Oh, uh, okay. Like the coach was definitely horrified, and a lot of those other people were horrified. I think it was just, what was the chick's name? Norma, the one that wore the hat all the time, even to prom for yeah, all. Red hat. Yeah. Why is she wearing a hat to prom? She was laughing and trying to get people to laugh, but I think everyone was pretty horrified by it. Yeah, when they went that kaleidoscope effect, it made me kind of think like, remember when they had Margot Rob- Robbie's character in uh, the Suicide the Suicide Squad? When like, oh yeah, it went like, into her world. It went into her yeah, world. There's yeah. like flowers and happy and stuff. When it's murder and mayhem, like I think it's uh-huh. kind of like the opposite, right? Like, I think you're right, Carrie. I think there was only a few people laughing, but to her, because everyone has been laughing at her. All the you know, and that's what mom told her was going to happen. Everyone's going to laugh at you. I think she's got tunnel vision, and that yeah. is all she oh, saw. Right. 
Yeah, and and that's what happened, and so she, and so she snapped. So I mean, I kind of felt bad that the coach died. Um, I didn't feel bad that the principal died because he sucked. He couldn't oh get her God. name right. Yeah. The teacher, yeah. said, the coach oh. said her name four times in that thirty seconds, and he just, so oh God, what an idiot. And, and that that really bothered me because I know teachers that they don't care enough to learn the kid. It's I work with a person who is that exact same thing. Like, I don't know you the kids' less. names. Uh, and yeah. I had a I had a friend one time that called every student, uh, sir or ma'am, because he didn't want to learn their names. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it comes you, have, you have someone in your ear telling you Psst, her name's Carrie White, and you still can't get it. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it, he sucked. He he sucked. <laughs> uh, whose turn is it, Andrew? Uh, I've got a couple here. Um, best prom ever. <laughs> Three words. Uh, Shakespearean tragedy teen horror movie. Yeah. And good, then yeah. Uh, my last one is finally a horror film with a great story. All right. Now, was the story uh, told well on film? I don't know. I, I There are some things that really bothered me, but um, this was my first time seeing it. I knew, unlike you guys, I knew nothing about it except the title. Really? I, really? I, did, I knew I haven't heard anything about it. I didn't know she was telekinetic. I didn't know anything about the, uh, you know, I I had the seen prom pictures. and everything. Really? Like, I didn't know anything about prom. I I had seen pictures of her covered in blood. That's all I knew was she was covered in blood at some point in the movie. I didn't know why. I didn't know how. That's just what what huh. I knew. And so I went into this pretty much blind. Um, and not really knowing what to expect. And I was pleasantly surprised, to be honest. Um, I, I really feel like the story was a good story. And when I said Shakespearean tragedy teen horror movie, it it felt like a teen movie. You know, it felt like I was watching something made in the 90s. Like, uh, what is that? Uh, She's all, is that the name? Yeah, she's, she's all, all that, that or 10 she's things I hate about you. Or... Yeah. yeah, yeah. it felt like I was watching one of those. And I felt like at the end, had her friend Sue saved her by, you know, pushing her out of the way or, or whatever, that or would have been the ending. Thing. That would have been the ending to the teen movie, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but because that didn't happen, you get the horror and the tragedy implement uh, implemented into the movie. Uh, there was some... There were too much usage of slow motion, in my opinion. Uh, the scenes, there were so many scenes that it just felt like we were there forever. Mm. And that, you know, we've talked about that opening scene, but the slow-mo was used many, many times. Uh, and then, inexplicably, there was one scene that was supposed to, I guess, kind of be like a tuxedo montage, in a way, that had a random fast-forward moment. Yeah. And it like fast forwarded their voices and their Yeah, that was very weird. And that that took me out of the movie. And I know those are just directorial choices and I I thought that was really dumb. How about the uh the the directorial choice to spin in the dance scene? Oh I wrote that down. Get faster and faster and faster. Yeah. That's that's one of my notes. I just kept getting dizzy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, and it's also it's it's also that effect was a, uh, achieved. I, I dove into some of the trivia on this movie because I just I really was interested by some of the the film choices, 
and one of them was that that they they were they were put on a platform that was rotating one direction and the camera was going the other way so it made it feel even faster uh-huh. but the problem is is that it gave me a sense that they were dancing very quickly in a circle right, I'm like yeah. do people yeah. dance like that that are not swing dancing like it was very are you not supposed to yeah well i i'd never have but i'm also very uncoordinated so who knows I how I dance in my that. office chair I thought it was strange, but I still took it as more of a perspective thing for Carrie. Like, she's getting caught up in the whirlwind of it all. Like, she, yeah. she was so beautiful in prom, and you kept, like, she felt awkward, and Tommy just kept reassur- reassuring her and trying to make her feel good about everything. So I think it was just her getting caught up in the moment. And finally, especially at the end, when she's like, oh, my God, my name, our names are on here. Like, I'm included in prom court. And... It was so overwhelming for her. So that's how I that's how I viewed that scene. Although I did think it was very strange and unnecessary. I got dizzy watching it. Now, <laughs> Sam mentioned it earlier, and I'm I'm here to re-emphasize it as well. I thought Tommy was in on it. I thought okay, Sue yep. was trying to do the right thing, but Tommy was boys with John Travolta and that mm-hmm. because the other guys all seemed to be in on it too, right? Like I felt like and it wasn't until when the bucket falls, not the bucket itself, but when the, the blood falls on her, he looked genuinely confused and scared. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh, he's actually trying to be a nice guy here. The girlfriend said, hey, take Carrie to prom. Let's do something nice for her. Right? Yeah. And so, like, in that moment, and then, of course, the bucket hits him and then he gets, you know, like, it's like a, almost like a Pratt fall. Like, I don't know if it was supposed to be funny or not. But it when, kind of when it hit him and he like stumbled over, I thought, how heavy is that bucket? Is that like a cast right. iron bucket? Yeah, really, it knocked him out. That's a little like, extreme. Like, this is a football player, right? <laughs> like, yeah. it's hit worse yeah. than that on in the field. Uh, anyway. No, but we never saw him with John Travolta, so I don't know why you thought he was in on it. I don't... It was, this was well, a, I, was, I was in Sean's boat, too, though. I, I also thought he was in on it. So it was... Something was lost in translation. I think this was uh, this was all the mean girls, you know, they were they were in on it and then they were getting their boyfriend. That's why that girl, I think her name is Norma, the girl with the hat. When she started laughing, she kept hitting her date next to her, like, laugh with me, laugh with me the whole time. Like She was trying to get him in the moment. And that's why John Travolta wasn't about it until the girl was giving him head. She's like, by the way, you like how this feels, right? Well, we hate Carrie White, in case you were wondering. Yeah. I mean, it's like the subliminal messaging thing she's doing. Yeah. Oh, you, you want more head? You have to go kill a pig later. Okay. Right. So oh, God, weird. That scene was terrible. Why go with a mallet, of all things? <laughs> yeah. I. So, again, I knew about the pig's blood. And so when they went to the pig farm, my my thought was simply... They're just going to go to where the pigs are slaughtered and just steal it, right? Yeah. Like, if they slaughter pigs, there's going to be blood, you know. They probably have to collect it and then dispose of it in some way. I just assume they, they murder a pig in this movie with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I mean... And Chris sits and cheers him on the whole time. She's yelling and screaming oh. while he's whacking this pig with a mallet. Yeah, she is a She's psychopath. The most traumatized yeah, she is, yeah. Absolutely. It was so crazy. Um, all right. My five word, I only had the one. And it was simply, don't bully the quiet girl. Uh-huh. Yep. So just just be nice to people, okay? Let's just be nice. Uh, I am going to run down some more of my notes here before we get into some clips. There's There's not much clips. There's not a whole lot to capture that isn't just awful and screaming and... <laughs> 
the the psycho screeching sound, right? The, I kind of enjoyed that actually. Like I like that they put the psycho noise in here for whatever reason. It was an interesting choice. I I was looking to see what the connection was, and the, the only connection was just simply that the uh, De Palma liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, was it the same composer? No. You know, it's not the same author. You know, anything. It's just De Palma liked it. He just wanted to so use it to. That sound originated in Psycho. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, that screeching I, violin. But that's the sound yeah, that yeah, Norman yeah. is happening when Norman Bates is stabbing the woman in the shower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is that Janet, one, is that one you've not seen also? I have not seen that. I've so, seen Bates Motel. Oh, okay. Also, show, the the I'm sorry, Carrie. Go ahead. Oh, I'm saying Bates Motel was a great show. It is the. It is. The high school in this movie, I think, is something Bates High School, which is also a reference to that. There's a couple of other references to oh, Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. So, Andrew, the, so you say you've not seen Psycho. So these movies, this movie, Psycho, and these other kind of very famous horror films are permeated in our, in our um, zeitgeist and whatever. So I remember an episode of Rocco's Modern Life. Anybody remember that show? Oh, I yeah. love yep. that. Yeah. There's Same. a... There's an episode where they're on a road trip and they have to stay at a creepy hotel, mm-hmm. and the the guy that's working the stand, the, the the counter, is like really creepy, right? And all of a sudden, uh, someone says something. He goes, "Hold on," and then he goes, "What? What is it, mother?" And then the 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 camera kind of cuts, and there's a big house on the hill with the window and a shadowy figure in the window, and he goes, "Coming, mother," and then he puts a wig on and then runs away, right? Now. <laughs> As a kid, I had no idea what that meant. Yeah, me either. I and remember then, that, but I don't I didn't understand it. I have no idea what it was until I watched that movie with my mother. And then when you have the reveal, I'm like, oh my gosh, Rocco's modern life was making fun of this thing thirty <laughs> years later. How funny is that? So it all makes sense. <laughs> it does. I love it when I love it when I love it when you get these little things as a kid and then you you know, twenty years later it makes it or ten years later or whatever it was. Uh, okay, so a couple other notes that we'll uh, do here. Uh, mention the pig. I guess we should answer this. Carrie, I want you to answer this for Sam. Because Sam said, why pig's blood? Why not anything Yes, else? why so, pig's blood? Carrie? I don't know why it was pig's blood, but I know um, that it was actually corn syrup. I can answer it that way. I don't know why they use pig's, pig's blood. I always, I, oh, I picked okay. up on it that they, they, the fact that it was pig's blood was because pigs were. It was were, dirty. It was available, I think, just because it was the only kind of blood they could. They wanted blood because of the whole thing from the beginning of the movie with the period. Right. So they wanted to, you know, humiliate her again with blood. The fact that it was pig's blood, I just assumed it's because if there was a cow slaughterhouse in town, they would have used a cow, but because they were pigs. Well, and yeah, it was all about, I'm, I'm, I looked it up just now, and it basically symbolizes the menstrual blood from earlier yeah oh right. i thought you were so asking it, specifically about pigs yeah it was because of her period it's let's make this that was already traumatizing for her let's make it a whole lot worse yeah. and cover her in blood in front of everybody yeah God, the worst people ever that's just terrible i mean there there is not a redeem very few redeeming people in this movie yeah like no, i said i think they all got what they deserved yeah so i, I don't feel to, for them. go ahead andrew well, I was just going to say, to go back to one thing that Sam mentioned about the mother, 
he mentioned your Sam, you mentioned the mother, you felt like she was too young. But I remember yeah. there was something that she talked about uh basically getting pregnant before they were married. That's true. Earth. Yeah. So, so she had I to have been she, young. I think she was a young mother. Yeah. I I did the math. She's like thirty one years older than Sissy SpaceX, so you know, and maybe they make up made made them up. I mean, Sissy Space is supposed to look younger than she is, right? She's supposed to look like 17. Mm-hmm. She's 20-something. Was she 20-something? I don't she know. She was young. very naked, so I hope she was at least not a minor. <laughs> I don't know that they cared about that in the 70s. No, I don't know. I don't know either. But... 22 time, timeline. Yeah, well, I, I remember Blue Lagoon. Well, that's true. And that was, what, 90s, wasn't that? In the early 90s, right? 80s. Was it 90s? It was 80s. I don't know. She was, yeah, what's her name, was also very naked in that movie, too. And she was, and she, right, she was 17. Right? I thought she was 13. I thought she was young. She wasn't that young. No, no, not that young. No, she was that's, not. That's, I've only seen that once, and that was many, many years ago. Yeah. Wasn't there a movie that, like, Brooke Shields played a prostitute or something when she was, like, 12 or 13? Really? And had sex scenes. Oh, yeah. I have to look that up. Yeah, go for it. Uh, she was 27. Spacek was 27 when she filmed. Wow. Oh, damn. She's a good-looking 27. Like, I knew yeah. she was uh, in her 20s because they're in the trivia. So the scene at the end that we both, that the three of us jumped at, um, yep. she was actually buried. They buried her in that to do that. Like, it's that, like it wasn't a stunt person. <laughs> it's her arm. It was her arm because she felt like it, like it had to be her. So when she went to the director to tell her that, the director was so kind of scared about the stunt that he basically, when it was when it came time to physically bury her, he couldn't do it, so he had to have her husband do it. <laughs> <laughs> like he couldn't. He's like, I'm not going to do this. So if anything goes wrong, it's on you instead of me. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I can't imagine. Can you imagine being buried alive like that? That's a fear of mine. I wouldn't do it. No. Go watch the movie Buried with Ryan buried. Reynolds. You'll oh, have some boy. issues. No thanks. Because uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that that whole movie takes place inside a coffin. So oh. if you have claustrophobic issues, I oh. a little bit. Well, at least when it comes to being buried. Yeah, it that yeah. movie again. The whole movie it gets, gets you. Ryan Reynolds in a coffin. So it's a horror movie. Yeah, it's a it horror really movie. is. See, I've watched that one. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't count apparently, Carrie. Uh, all right. I'm still looking. At, I'm looking up how old Brooke Shields was when she was in this movie. I know it wasn't. Wasn't it Brooke Shields that was in Blue Lagoon? Wasn't yeah. that her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she was 13, and she played a 12-year-old prostitute. Was she naked in the movie Pretty Baby? Pretty there, baby. she has sex scenes. I don't know if she's fully naked, but she had sex scenes. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, dear. Isn't that awful? Yeah. Yeah. But I guess if the movie is, but the movie is telling you that she's twelve. Yes, but I looked. I was looking up her actual birth date. She was thirteen when she filmed it. Right. I get my. You're not again. The. I guess my point is, is that the story is about a very young person going through these these horrible things. I guess is my point. It's it's not like, she was thirteen playing a seventeen year old having sex. Okay. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think the story is that like the Lee on the professional. Natalie Portman is playing a twelve-year-old, a thirteen-year-old, mm-hmm. and they're and they and you know they put sexual tension in that movie on purpose. It is it is a little bit to make you uncomfortable, uh, and it worked for me. 
a couple. So others. can I go back to the mother really quick? Yeah. And her death yes. at the end. I, I, I don't know. I expected more. Well, she, I, you know, she, certainly she got stabbed here and there, but it was like, she, first of all, she took forever to die. Oh my God. Like, the sex noise like, she made while she was dying. It's yeah. so weird. It was so weird. But it just, it just, I don't know. It didn't hit me the right way. Was was that death scene, was she supposed to be kind of in the same positions and be stabbed yes. like the creepy yeah. laser eyes Jesus? Yeah. yeah, she was kind of like uh, crucified a little bit. And did you guys notice her eyes were glazed over? Like when she finally, when her head fell to the side, her eyes glazed over in kind of like glowing Jesus eyes. Yeah. Um, she's in the closet. <laughs> But even, so she was like crucified a little bit with the hands, but then in her chest, it seemed like the knives were all in the exact spots as the Jesus in the closet. Exactly. But why was Jesus in the closet full of arrows? Well, I like my Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I like to think of my Jesus as playing like Leonard Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> playing lead guitar for Leonard Skinner. No, the, to answer your question, Sam, I don't know. I mean, okay. like I, I, what little I know about Catholic, the, the the Catholic story of Jesus. Jesus wasn't killed by the crucifixion. He wasn't killed by being nailed to a cross. He was killed by a soldier's spear. So, yeah, the fact that he had arrows in him is a, it's maybe a different interpretation of that story. If someone wants to Google that, by all means. But <laughs> I honestly think the only reason why that 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 arrow filled Jesus thing was in there was to give us to give her a rage point so that mm -hmm. when it was time to murder her mom uh -huh. she that did she it went the same way. she went the exact same way like okay, okay you want to be like Jesus here you go I'm right. going to I'm going to give you and, and was it just me or did the mother spend like an hour behind the door that oh waiting for her to get out of the bathroom lit candles in the entire house and then hid behind her bedroom door forever what was the point of that that was very strange because as yeah, soon as you see that, right? As soon as she walks, the 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 uh, Carrie walks by the camera, and then the camera allows you to see that the mom's back there. I'm like, oh, she's gonna try to murder her while she's naked in the bathtub. Once again, yeah. blood and nakedness for for Carrie is bad. But no, she lets her take a bath and get dried and put on some clothes and do her hair, like, and then call out to her wanting comfort, and instead her mom stabs her in the back. Yeah. I loved the roll down the stairs, though. That was such a perfectly choreographed somersault <laughs> down the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I just, you know, and I also felt so bad because I mean, all of us have gone through it where you've just taken a shower, and like all of a sudden you step in a mud puddle, or you know, you, you grease all over you, and you're like, "Crap, I'm dirty again." <laughs> so like, she's been stabbed again. So it's like, man, she's gonna take another bath. Right. She got more blood on her. This poor more girl. blood. Yeah. No. <laughs> just can't escape. I like. We haven't mentioned other than like the closet itself. The fact that her mom had this little torture closet for her is. <laughs> have you guys seen Matilda? Because that's it reminds yeah. me of the chokey when they're like, "Get yeah, in the yeah. chokey." That's what it made me think of. I was, I was hoping the whole time that the mom was going to yell that out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that little prayer closet was just. I mean, it was awful. I mean, everything about it was awful, and it's supposed to be awful. And I can't imagine if, like, the book... Um, I, I'm also curious to see how the book is different than the movie, because the movie is different, and Stephen King says he likes the book, the movie's ending better. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Read the book. Yeah. I'd be, I've read a lot of his books, but not that one. I need to give it a shot. Uh, I have read a handful of his, but not that. Yeah, not that also. Um, all right. So last few things here that I'm going to kind of uh, cruise through. I did wrote, uh, wrote, that's bad English. I did write that Tommy kind of looks like a young, curly-haired Guy Pierce. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. It was just like when he smiled, he kind of reminded me of Guy Pierce a little bit. Uh, let's see. Uh, sorry, sorry. This is the second movie we've seen recently where a mic stand shocks somebody, right? <laughs> because we saw that in Edward Scissorhands. And once again... Stern sound people. Now, Come on. I'm going to take that as she electrified it with her brain somehow. That's well, the, yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. Because again, there isn't electricity in a mic stand. <laughs> so... Uh, well, if you add enough water and there's outlets, do what, Carrie? A mic stand isn't plugged in in any way. Not to an outlet. Not to power like that. No. no. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that, I'm out of my realm here. My mic is currently plugged in to my sound system. So. Right, but if you dunked it in water, it wouldn't electrocute you. <laughs> no, yeah. I. David, you could bring it into the wrong. bathtub. Yeah, I don't see a fire hose sit in a fire hose doesn't kill everybody either that way either, you know, or move move on its own accord. It looked like the snake in a jungle book. Yeah, the way the fire hose was like going after everybody. I thought she was controlling that. She was. That's what I thought so too. Yeah. I have an interesting. Was there a door that was open? I don't know. I thought I saw a door that was open. I don't know. Not the one she went out of, but a regular door where. Like people were like trying to get out, but they couldn't. But it was just, it was slightly ajar. I do know that when they oh, forced the it open, slammed. but then she she closed it back in on them. I know that. Yeah, slammed all the doors and closed yeah. on them. Which I thought was kind of neat that she's like, nope, you're not getting out of here alive. I, I actually kind of enjoyed that. And I actually really liked that Chris and, uh, what was his name? Billy? Is that John Travolta's name in the movie? Yeah. Um, I like that they watched the entire thing happen and then tried to go run her over with a car afterwards. And she's like, so stupid. Flips the oh. car, sets it on fire. Yeah. Like they got yeah. out. They should have ran away. That reminds me. She's walking in the middle of the road, covered in blood, and a fire truck <laughs> just drives does right not by. Stop, <laughs> doesn't stop and help her. They right. Yeah, they don't have anybody else. Like, let's radio to the cops and let them know there's some girl walking around covered in blood away from the scene of the crime. <laughs> yeah. Think we should stop? Nah, it's fine. We got a fire to put out. Okay. I hope she'll be all right. <laughs> oh, here comes a, blood. Oh, here comes a car going 100 miles an hour down past us. Should we also turn around yeah, and go make also sure? not our problem. <laughs> nope, not our problem. Okay. Oh, and they did our favorite effect or they sped it up. Uh, they sped up the timing of the, the yeah. car. Going around her. It's a little more forgivable in the 70s because they did that a lot. But like yeah. when they do it now, it's pretty awful. But yeah. Yeah. It's uh, bad. Yeah. Can we talk about how sexy all the cars were in this movie, though? Like the 70s were a great time for cars. Yeah. And everybody drove the best car. Multiple Mustang. I mean, it, it was great. Like, oh, I want to yeah, drive the, that car. Yeah. Travolta's you know, cruising around in some kind of like Chevy Nova or something. And then those. Those guys that are driving in the Mustang show up and throw him a beer, and he starts drinking it, and then 
And there's a cop like <laughs> shining the floor. Sloppiest drink ever, too. Oh I get it that he kind of missed it, but he's just sitting there with beer pouring down his face. Yeah. It's like, wipe your face off, you slob. What are you doing? Yeah, apparently he does literally have a drinking problem. Uh, it's just getting it in his mouth. <laughs> I did. Um, we uh, so my wife and I. My wife did not watch this with me. She she wanted no part of it, but she didn't. She, oh. did, she did ask, "Hey, wasn't this filmed in North Carolina?" So while we were talking just now, I was looking. No, this was filmed all in California, but Carrie 2 was filmed here in North Carolina. It's just down the street from where I am right now. So that was that's kind of cool. In I didn't know there was a sequel. Yeah, it came out in 99 and the 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 the, the connective tissue is Sue. Uh Sue is somehow related. I didn't get into it too much here on IMDb, but Sue I, I did see that the same actress was in it as Sue. So she's she's Ooh, the connective totally tissue. Totally watched that. Yeah, and then and like the high school there in that that movie is North Gaston. I mean, it's just like I said, it's just down the street. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's see. She crucified their mom at the end. Uh. Oh, and I did. And I wrote my last note was I did jump at the end. So there yeah. we go. Uh, I'm gonna read you this little piece of trivia here. I found this really interesting. There's a lot. This is one of those movies that has lots and lots of trivia. But I did find this interesting, and then we'll we'll do clips here. When the fire hose is being sprayed at PJ Soul's character, I think she was the hat girl. I'm not sure. The water pressure actually bursts the actress's eardrums. Oh. Soul's wow. is not actually unconscious when her head rolls from side to side from from side to side from the force of the fire hose, but when she but she is in terrible pain and has lost her ability to maintain equilibrium. Brian De Palma decided to keep the shot in. Souls had no hearing in that ear for about six months afterwards, though the eardrum oh. did eventually heal. Wow. I hope she got hazard Wow. Ah. Well, this is the same thing, right? The same thing that happened to the exorcist girl, right? Like she she has broke her know, back or something, right? Like legit mm-hmm. back damage. I mean Yeah. Like these actors were just really bad to to or the directors, I should say, were really bad to to actors back then. So I mean, now you got Tom Cruise like trying to like kill himself on camera. And... <laughs> well, yeah, he's what sixty years old and refuses to believe he needs a stunt double. So he yeah. just likes to That's do it. A little it, bit on him. Scientology is going to protect him. He's fine. All right. <laughs> All right. Time for some clips. I have a few, and we're going to start there, off with. I really hope that you have my favorite line of the movie in this clip because there is a line that I think made the entire movie. I probably don't. If you think there's something that made the movie, then I probably don't have it. It made the movie for me. It was the best line in the movie. So All right, we'll see. Here we go. Here's the first one. Creepy Carrie! Creepy Carrie! <laughs> oh. oh. I like that little bit. <laughs> you like the boy getting his come up. I kind of did. I was okay with that. Of course, my other thought was, why aren't you in school? But I guess, I guess elementary school gets out before. Uh, this was, uh, okay. We never got resolution on this. I'm going to play the clip and then we never really got any resolution here. So here we go. Anyone? It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie White. Beautiful. Beautiful. So. The poem is like a plot point for a bit of the movie, right? When 
she says that the the poem was beautiful, and then that's his excuse for taking her to the prom. Well, you liked my poem. And then mm-hmm. he confesses that he didn't write the poem. I was expecting there to be something to that. Like, I honestly thought that she wrote the poem for him, and that's why she said it was beautiful, because she wrote it or something. Like, I thought that was the... Like, I just thought there was going to be something there, and it just turned out to be that he just plagiarized it from somewhere. Yeah, no, I think she. he was just... She was moved by it. Did you notice? I don't know if this was the entire movie, but by the end, whenever they were about to go to prom, she had like a newspaper article about him hanging yeah. up by the mm-hmm. meet your bedroom or in her bedroom. So I think she was just she was moved. She felt like he was deep, and then all of a sudden he likes her. Yeah, yeah. Poor girl. Yeah. This was an interesting moment. Um, all right, well I'll play the clip. Well, there are ten minutes left. Stick them up your <laughs> So I I captured that not only because the slap made me laugh, and it's like the second or third time that the coach has slapped somebody, but I never understood why she doesn't say ass. She just stops. It's very strange. There was a delay. Well, there are ten there. minutes they left. Stick them up your She just stops. It's very strange. It's it sounds to me like the slap was supposed to happen in the middle of that word. Yes. It's delayed. Yeah. Maybe you're right. That you're probably right. Like it, the script told her not to finish the word, but so she just <laughs> followed the script and <laughs> I'm yeah. like is she afraid to uh, to say ass to a teacher? This is a teacher that I don't know, just language did not seem to be an issue in this movie because they they Oh, I'll ask you this cuz I had to I watched this on the AMC uh, Amazon Prime, whatever. So, and Carrie, you've seen this movie several times. I don't know if you own it or not, but you said you've seen this. Was this movie cut for you for commercials? I I watched it on AMC also, and there were no commercials in it. Not commercials. Th- there was just they were fade to black. You know, ascend in, ascend a scene ends, and it would just fade to black and then come up like there was a commercial break. Oh no, not for me. I, had, I didn't notice anything on mine either. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. I rented it on Amazon Prime. Me too. I didn't notice that. Interesting. Okay. There was there was probably six or seven moments where like the the scene was done and so they would just it would just fade to black and then come up. It just it felt like oh, if they made this for a, a TV. They made this to be on the, you know, the WB or WGN in Chicago. Well, I wonder I wonder if it was cut for AMC. And maybe that's what I thought, but then they're still using yeah. f bombs and lots of nudity, so that's why I was confused. It's like, oh, they're AMC obviously... after dark. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, now we were all surprised, or at least the three of us were surprised, uh, that John Travolta was in this movie. Did you guys know that Larry the Cable Guy was in this? I, there's, I got a clip of him. Here you go. Come here, get her done. You can't do it from standing out here. Get her done, man. Get her done. I can't. <laughs> Weird. I didn't know Larry the Cable Guy showed up in I this movie. That. <laughs> so, I wonder if that's where he got that phrase. You know what? Maybe. Yeah. You know. He probably doesn't even realize. He saw this movie once as a kid, and it's just been embedded in his head ever since. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know which one of you, Andrew or Sam, mentioned this, but here's the bit with the sped up audio. Come on, does this look nice? He looks beautiful. You can look good. You'll make a good impression for once in your life. Would you go out with me? Not with Ruffles. All right, well, you don't have to get Ruffles for yourself. You always got to make a joke, right? 
No, I just don't like ruffles. I'm you don't not like ruffles. You don't have to get ruffles. All right, now look at me, Big. Don't I look sharp? Well, yeah, it looks good on you, but I, I don't look right in a tuxedo. How do you know? Do you ever put on a tuxedo? I don't have a tuxedo body. Like, no, they have tuxedos here for you. I wouldn't look right in it. I don't so weird. The, I don't understand the purpose. It wasn't even that much uh, footage that they sped up. Yeah, it was just like two lines of dialogue to speed up. It was very weird. It's a very strange choice. But like all of that dialogue feels like it was ad-libbed. You know, yeah. hey, guys, okay. dudes, just go and hang out. We, we need you to fill about five minutes of, of airtime because the movie's only an hour and a half. Well, and even the music they were playing didn't fit with the rest of the movie. Like it, that yeah. entire scene felt out of place. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. You're not wrong. That whole sequence felt like we were watching a like a J.C. Penny commercial out of yeah, like put, out of play nowhere. a little bit of that again. Not the whole thing, but yeah. Let's play a little. Come on, does this look nice? He looks beautiful. You can look good. You'll make a good impression yeah, for I once. Like the... Yeah, it does sound like a commercial. Yeah. It does. You're right. It's so weird. Well, and maybe it was supposed to. Because kind of like Sean, you and Sam both said you felt like Tommy was in on it, and maybe it was supposed to be like th these are his people. This is him with his guys getting ready for prom. You know, mm -hmm. I guess, but still very strange. Yeah, I just uh, and, and Andrew. I'm gonna ask you this, Andrew. Did you get that feeling that that Tommy was in on it, or no? Or is it because Sam and I had a mis or a preconceived notion that everyone in this world is horrible to her? <laughs> no, I when he kissed her. That's when I kind of, you know, bought into the fact that he was being legit. You know, I didn't, I didn't feel like, but I did have a sense of maybe he was going to turn on her, but I didn't really think he was a bad person. And then when he kissed her, I, that sealed the deal for me. I was like, oh, okay. He, yeah, he probably generally. wouldn't kiss her if yeah. he was just being a jerk. The kiss kind of bugged me though. Like was Sue his girlfriend or just his date? Because I, I think he cheated on Sue. I think he did too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought the same thing too. I was like, because when when he did kiss her, I thought, oh wait, did Sue tell him to do that? That that seems weird. It just felt like a dude taking advantage of a girl in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I didn't feel like it was taking advantage though. Honestly, it seemed like he genuinely liked her. Maybe this is just me being <laughs> an optimist or something, but it. I that's why that's why one of my reviews was Cinderella story turns worst nightmare because this was such a perfect night for her yeah. until it all fell apart. Until it fell apart. Yeah. well, and and she is gorgeous. Oh, I mean, she is. Yeah. That's one thing yeah. too. One thing I hated about the teacher or the coach is when she was talking to her, she's like, "Carrie, you know you're great if you just." did something to your hair and maybe you put on a little yes. lipstick and maybe you put on a little blush. Like people would like you. It's like, God, you're the worst. You are just the worst kind of <laughs> yeah. mentor for these girls. Yeah. We, yeah. That, yep. Again, this is all oh, just, <laughs> this is going to, I'm, I'm going to take it a step farther and say, she's the kind of coach that would say, well, if you don't want boys to touch you, then don't dress that way. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just what I. It's just the gist that I got. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Or classic. Well, boys will be boys. I yeah. think it's more that kind of girl. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I do want to say before I have one more clip. But we were talking about the coach, and I, I wanted to say it earlier, and I got interrupted by something, and probably you making fun of my coffee taste or whatever. But it was when Sue is, you know, she sneaks in, 
and she she realized she sees the rope right so like for me as the audience again as the guy who did not realize that she was trying to be nice and the genuine look of horror on her face i thought oh she is not in on this and you know this is she's you know very scared for what's happening so the coach sees her and clearly sees that she's looking up but for some reason the coach doesn't do what every other human would ever do and look at see what she's looking at Right. I mean, if I started looking off camera right now, you guys would probably be curious what I'm looking at. So, like, the coach doesn't do that. So then, when she goes into the under the stage and sees them, and she's yelling, the, again, any normal human being would like, "What are you doing? Like, what? Right. Like, right. like, why are you yelling at these people?" And instead, she just manhandles her. I'm gonna use that phrase. And like. Again, throws her out like she's a drunk at a bar. It was so strange. Well, and I think she, her concern was for Carrie. Like she was so focused on no one better pick on this on this kid that she was afraid that's what was happening. And I, I think we we're supposed to believe that she didn't see the people under the stage. And we did. I, I mean, she did look up too. Like to your point, I thought that she did look up and see the bucket. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Oh, I don't know. If she sees, if, if she does look up, yeah, if she does look up and see the bucket and then does what she does, then she definitely deserved to get cut in half by the thing. Right. You know, like, yeah. Because then maybe, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, for me, I, I, other than the slapping part and the bad advice, she wasn't a bad person. You know, <laughs> she, she kind of sucked at her job a little bit, but she was trying, you know, it's like a, a person trying to do the good thing, but badly or whatever. That's, mm-hmm. not, that's not the phrase, but you know what I'm saying? Does the wrong things for the right reasons. That's the phrase. Like, I don't know. I just, I know the, 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 the moment has to happen. I know that, but it just kind of feels like if she just is better at being a, you know, you know, noticing things, then Carrie doesn't murder they- the whole high school. If she's listening to, because you know Sue is screaming at her this entire time. She's trying to say, "No, listen, no, listen. This is what's going on." Yeah. And it's, he just throws her out. Yeah. So it's, I think she deserved to get cut in half. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. All right. Here's my last one. He's gonna laugh. And he's, they're all gonna laugh. And there you go. So what was the line I was supposed to get? So the line that I loved is when her mom says, "I can see your dirty pillows," talking oh. about her boobs. <laughs> it has always killed me. It's one of my. It's like I. I almost captured that. I, I, because when I took that's that's the line before this, right? Yeah. She, she says, You can see your dirty pillows. They're called breasts, Everybody mom. Can see All dirty girls pillows. have, yeah. They're just called breasts. Okay. So Great. Uh, time for time for the game. All right. Time for the game. And our, this oh, week, Lord. our game is sponsored by. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it you always talk all the time? I can't understand I why you're so voice. This is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo, some are just Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. And now for some more bad news. Ready? All right. This is the game that we call Hey, Did You Notice? This is the game where Andrew has found all kinds of interesting things in the background of the movie, like how many candles were lit at the end. And he will ask us 
uh, these questions. Carrie and I will go head to head, and we will see uh, see how we do. Uh, Sam, you want to be on my team too, since we're both uh, new to this. Sure. All right. Sam. I could actually. I'll help you both out. Oh, okay. Oh, because I'm fairly unobservant, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rules are simple. Uh, Andrew will ask Carrie the question first. If she gets it right, she gets a point. If she gets it wrong, I have a chance to seal. Andrew, take it away. Let's go. All right, Carrie. First question. In the principal's office, he's seen holding a pipe. How many other pipes are on his desk? Oh. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Two. Wow. Sean? Why would you have more than one? Um... If it's zero, this is a rude question, Andrew. I'm just going to say. <laughs> he wouldn't, he wouldn't do zero. Uh, you said two was wrong. I'm going to make a weird number and say like seven. He had one in his hand. He had four pipes on four. this like fancy pipe holder on his desk. Okay. It had like a, four pipes on a holder, and then in the middle was his tobacco. Okay. I don't know. I've I never mean, seen one before. I thought it was kind of cool. So does that mean? Cigarettes in the ashtray on his desk. Yeah. Lots yeah. of smoking. Okay. All right, uh, so no points there. Sean, this is yours. What is the Dewey Decimal number of the book that Carrie takes from the shelf? <laughs> 803.6. Carrie. Wait, what did you say? What is the Dewey Decimal no, number? No, I wanted Sean to answer. Oh, 803.6. I was going to say 8432.7. It, it is 231. Point zero. The two hundreds in the Dewey Decimal System are uh, anything religious based, and so that's <laughs> the section she was in. I don't know why I know that, but I do. Okay. I'm there. I'm right. a human, and we've had too many religious questions during this game. Ah, that was our Google. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back to Carrie. As Tommy is contemplating taking Carrie to the prom, he's watching a western starring this famous actor. Oh no. Um. It wasn't Clint Eastwood. I, was, so I wouldn't that, recognize that. Like this is too early for that. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy's last name? It's Heston. Charleston Heston. Charlton. Charleston. Charlton. Yeah. Something like that. Sean. I'm just gonna say oh. John Wayne. James Garner. James, James Garner. Garner. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. He was he was Maverick. I don't. I looked it up to see if this was Maverick, because uh, James Garner was the first Maverick. Yeah. Before the Mel Gibson movie, um, but I don't think it was. It had to be something else. But it was a western. Yeah, the only western I've seen is Tombstone, so can't help you there. Okay. All right, Sean. What was Carrie's father's name? Oh, oh it's mentioned once in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that one either. I'm glad I didn't participate. It's, it's like a, I don't know. I want to say like Jackson. Carrie? I was going to go with John. This is Ralph. Ralph. Damn. Ralph. Dang it, Ralph. <laughs> yeah. All right, it, last Ralph. question. <laughs> Carrie, this is yours. Okay, I need a point. On the walls throughout the high school, there are prom posters. What's the date? Oh, no. And the beginning, and the beginning time of the prom. The time is 8 Am I already wrong? <laughs> um, I would say the date is May 7th. Sean. Damn. Well, we know the, t the problem. It, it can't start at 8 because she's having dinner at 8 
and then leaves, and the prom has already started. So I'll say prom started at 6, and it was May 19th, because that's my anniversary. There are no points awarded in this game today. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the prom was on May 25th, and it that's started tough. at 9 p.m., and what I thought was cool or weird was that it started at 9 p.m. and ended at 1 a.m., Holy cow. And just as a teacher chaperone, uh, 1 a.m. is way past my bedtime. Right. That's not happening. <laughs> I was going to ask uh, what was the name of the high school because Bates. it is it Bates. is on there quite yeah, a bit, Bates. but I figured that was too easy. So, And yeah. you already mentioned it once. So, yeah, Heaven forbid these questions be a little easy. <laughs> <laughs> the Dewey Decimal Dewey System. Decimal system for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. <laughs> So, uh, Clueless will, will remain as our only game where all of the answers were were uh, guessed correctly. Yeah. So, does anyone else? Do you ever play this game, Andrew? Does anyone else ever get to do the questions? I did uh, it Sean, for Serenity. Sean did it no, for no. Serenity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we felt that was probably fair since it's my favorite movie that I would seen it a thousand times. Yeah. If I come back on this show, and I'm fine if I'm not invited back, but if I am invited <laughs> back, I would like to do the questions. Oh, uh, okay. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. We'll make it a date. Sounds like uh, a deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm down for that. Um, I guess we should have I should have done this earlier also, and the episode's going along, but it's what else is new. The uh, So you were supposed <laughs> to, uh, when you came, you, okay. So you were on for Nightmare Alley, and I think like the next day I messaged you. It's like, Carrie, thanks for coming on. We had a great time. The guys were very complimentary. Like, I can't wait to have you back on. Let's have you back on for a real horror film. And you said, I want to do The Lost Boys. I did, yeah. I was like, okay, I've never seen that. Let's do it. And of course, you're you you were of course shocked that I had not seen it. Like, legitimately shocked that I had not seen it. It's and a then, classic. I know, I know. I just you know I haven't <laughs> seen it. So. As we were getting closer, uh, there was something on Twitter. We, we were doing like, it was, you did one of those things where it was like, name a movie, uh, a horror movie that starts with the same letter as your name. And you said Carrie. And of course, I made the ask, <laughs> the ask comment of like, oh, it's a little too easy. Ha ha. But then you're like, well, we should, we should do that for the show. And then Lost Boys stopped streaming. So here we are with Carrie. I don't know why I felt I needed to tell that story, but I did. I thought that you suggested that we watch Carrie. But either way, I was, I mean, The Lost Boys is a movie. I I don't know it by heart, but there are lines that I can quote along with the movie. Sure. And I've seen Carrie before, but it's been years. So yeah. enough that I knew the gist of it. Like I knew not. To, I knew that her hand was going to come up at the end. I knew pretty much what happened, but I was still surprised by parts of it. Cool. Well, I'm still glad we did it. I, I mean, I am glad that we watched this one, and we will do Lost Boys, but it's probably going to have to be something like in June, because because when you initially asked to, because you came on in July. And when mm -hmm. you asked to do Lost Boys, it was streaming at the time. So that's why I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. But that movie, because we had The Exorcism, the, the Exorcist was a movie that we had a hard time doing. Because every October 1st, it gets pulled from all streaming platforms. Oh, really? So we, would yep. do, we had to do it in like September uh, just to do it. So anyway, time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. This movie has lots of bullies in it, and so therefore our top three are movie bullies. So either you can say the name of the bully or just the movie that has some bullies in it. And we start with Sam. All right, some good old bullies here. Um, I'm going to start at number three with Mr. Debo in Friday. All right. 
My number two has to be the Scott Farkas in Christmas Story. All right. And number one, and I feel like I'm I'm stealing a bit of Andrew's thunder. Hmm. Has to be has to be Biff. Yeah. From Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. The perfect yeah. bad bad guys. And, you, and he's and he's a he's a bully in three different movies, so it's it's great. Right. Yeah. Uh, Carrie. This, are you saying like worst bullies? Like top three? Like these are the Just, these your, are your favorite bullies, or? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was hard for me to pick favorite bullies because in general I don't like bullies. Sure. Um, I I tend to be the person that wants to like stay. If I see someone being bullied, I immediately want to jump in and stand up for the other person. So this list was hard for me, but uh, I had in no order: Regina George yeah. from Mean Girls, Nancy Downs, which is the chick in The Craft. Have you guys seen The Craft? Yeah. Yeah. It's the main, the main witch, the girl with the crazy eyes. That's also in. Um, She's the girlfriend and from the Water Boy. Yes, I was just gonna say, what Adam Sandler movie was she in? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. Draco, that's a good one. Draco, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's a good call. All right. My turn. My uh, so I have a, I had a couple honorable mentions just in case one of mine got pulled, which. Carrie did my Regina George, so I'll flip that one out. So my honorable mention is going to be the bullies. There are unnamed, so unnamed bullies that bully Spock in Star Trek 09. That was the only Aww. way I could I could connect Star Trek to it. Uh, but they bully Spock, and he beats the shit out of them. Uh, so my number three is going to be the entire um, tell the entire Cowboys from the Little Giants movie. The entire oh, other team. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. From the Little Giants. My number two is going to be the bully. Again, I don't know his name from the Karate Kid, the remake, the one with Jackie Chan, uh, which is, I know, controversial to say. It's my, uh, I like that Karate Kid better than the, the original. Do you really? I do, because Daniel LaRusso is a bitch, and he's, <laughs> he's kind of the bully of that story. Not going to lie. Well, he is, yeah. He, yeah, he you're kind not of wrong. Is. Whereas in in this movie, Jaden Smith is bullied, you know, a lot in Jackie Chan. And Jackie Chan, I hate to say this too, is a better actor than Mr. Uh, Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi? Yeah, I'm just going to say. Blasphemy. I know, I know. Jackie Chan, the, the Jackie Chan, there's a scene in, the, in the, the That Karate Kid, it had me in tears, like actual tears. Because it's a sweet moment where Jackie Chan is telling his horrible life story and the boy, you know, you know they 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 rise above this grief together through training and kung fu. It's a very sweet moment. And my number one are the grasshoppers from A Bug's Life. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I like that you went weird with it. Yeah, I was trying to sit, kind of go uh, whatever. Andrew. Well, I did have Biff Tannen uh, as you know on my list, but I I will. I will let Sam take this one. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so at number three, I have Professor Umbridge from Harry Potter. Good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, at number two, I have Buzz from Home Alone. I almost had him. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah. And then number one, I have Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. That's a good one, too. <laughs> that is a good one, yeah. Very good. No. Let's see. Twitter was fairly active on this one, which is nice. Uh, Cameron from Green Shirt Podcast says, Johnny, the Karate Kid, 
Alvin from Paranorman, and Steve Buscemi's character from Billy Madison, which I always took the other way. I thought Adam Sandler was the bully to Steve Buscemi's character in Billy Madison, which is why right? at the end of the movie, he doesn't shoot him because he apologized. Oh. <laughs> am, I, am I misreading that, right? Sorry, it just made me think about that guy that yells jackass in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, <laughs> you will miss this putt, you jackass. Uh, Ebony, yeah, I Ebony, Steve Buscemi's character in Billy Madison. Like literally, it's the end of the movie, and Billy Madison said Adam Sandler decides to start calling people he was mean to in school, and he calls Steve Buscemi, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry I was a dick to you." And Steve's like, "Hey, I appreciate that." And then he crosses him off his list, his kill list. And then puts lipstick on. And then at the end of the movie, when Bradley Whitford are doing the, the, the debate, and then Bradley Whitford pulls a gun out, Steve Buscemi comes in, shoots Bradley Whitford, and then says, and then leaves. And Steven, and Sandler says, "Boy, I'm glad I called that guy." Anyway. Yeah, really. So, I think we're Cameron. What we're saying is, is that you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, Ebony. Uh, uh, guest from last week, Ebony, chimed in to say Biff from Back to the Future, the O'Doyle family from Billy Madison. See, there O'Doyle rules. There you go. <laughs> uh, and Billy Madison's one of her favorite movies. And Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Attitude Era Wrestling Review Podcast says Biff, Dennis the Menace, and Flash Thompson from Spider-Man. I like oh, how yeah. Dennis the Menace is the main character, is the bully of that story. I think it's it's a bully. Uh, he just sucked. He's a pest. Uh, yeah, he's a menace. Uh, yeah, know, would say. Shoot the flick. Uh, shoot the flick says Biff, Heather Chandler, and Debo. Who's Heather? Heather Chandler. Is that from one of? Is that from Heather's? I don't know. It doesn't have a name for the movie. It sounds right. I'm assuming that's from Heather's. They were all bullies. Okay, could be. Your next favorite movie says Buddy Revel at 3 o'clock high, Robert Dreyer from Savage Streets, and Moody from My Bodyguard. Wanted to pick some unconventional choices. Choices. Uh, Nostalgia Cast says Biff Tannen, Chet Donnelly from Weird Science, and Francis Buxton yeah. from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sam just said my mom, apparently, which is nice. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> and that's really neat podcast says the classic mean girl Heathers from the twisted movie Heathers. Yeah, I'm literally on my phone right now, Sam, as, as, as you chime in, your mom. Thanks. Love you, Miss Allred. Yeah, I'll let you. I can't see you, so I feel like you're sitting there, it's like twisting your dirty mustache right now as you're giggling. Yeah. It's not entirely off base. Yeah. <laughs> All right, time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we give this movie a score from 0 to 10. I'll be really interested to see where we go with this. Um, yeah, really interested. And in fact, I was really interested in our scores from last week because, Carrie, like, you, you have seen my reaction on Twitter from Paranormal Activity, and you heard me bitch about it just now a little while ago. Like, I gave, this the, I gave it the highest score of anyone. <laughs> What'd you give it? I gave it a seven and a half. Okay. Because the movie set out to scare me, and it did. And it did it. And it did. So yeah, you're a little traumatized. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, I have no qualms about saying that I'm. It bothered me. It really did. Few movies that we have watched for this podcast have bothered me the way that movie has. Uh, so, Andrew goes first. IMDb has a seven point four. 
I am going to go about that area because, like I said, I like the story. I think it's good. It's This is a horror movie that I think I could watch again. You know, Paranormal, paranormal Activity, we talked about how I would not want to rewatch that, and I think the rewatchability on that one would not be good. This one I could rewatch. There are a few things that bother me, but I still think it's a good movie. So um, I think Sam kind of hinted at this earlier. Is it really horror? I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I kind of thought the same thing. I don't know that it's really horror. What genre would you put it in then? Drama? I, I drama. Guess, yeah. yeah. Or sci-fi drama. Maybe. Okay. Because uh, she's kind of a mutant. <laughs> I guess. No, but you're not wrong. Miracle. What's really interesting is that the actors that were playing the other parts, right? Like they thought this was a dark comedy. Mm -hmm. Like they did not realize what they were what like they were trying to be over the top. Like the girl screaming at him when he's killing the pig. Like like they were overacting because they thought this was like a dark comedy. And then when they see the final thing, they're like, Oh my god, we're horrible people. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like like this is like I thought that was really interesting that the the director didn't give them a full idea of what they were making. Anyway, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah so I'm gonna probably be right there. I, seven, maybe a little under that. I'll go seven point two. Okay, seven point two. Carrie, eight. I loved it. Um, I agree. It would have been higher for me if it was scary. I think it's horror, but not all horror is scary. And it's not a perfect movie. Um, Just kind of some of the poor dialogue and ways that the movie doesn't hold up well to today's standards. Stop me from giving it a higher number, but I loved it. I'm giving it an eight. All right. Sam. Yeah. I I had a hard time trying to come up with mine. Um, only because I, I was kind of like Andrew, where I'm wrestling with, is this horror or not? And was this story told well? Which I, I think it was. It does have some hiccups here and there. We heard the fast forwarding. We we saw some really strange directorial decisions on things. But if there's one thing that, that movies that, that I like do, and that is stick an image in my brain that is hard to go away mm-hmm. and it's not it really isn't the the image of her with the blood draped over her it's the image in the shower when she's being when they're throwing tampons on her that i think is probably the 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 i want to say goriest but just that that is just horrible 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 mm-hmm. um and that is something that that'll probably stick with me so you know i'm not going to give it too bad seven point one eight out of ten on my hand. All right, I like it. Uh, I'm kind of with you all so far. The only uh, I, I'm, I was in my notes, and again, this this podcast is going on close to two hours, and I apologize. Holy but, crap! <laughs> um, I, I blame Carrie. That and that's um, the other thing the director did for being late. Uh, well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that this. But that's that has nothing to do with the fact that we've recorded for an hour and fifty minutes. Uh. <laughs> The other thing that the director did that I don't like, and again, it's a product of its time, uh, even though he did it, the director likes to do it because he did it even in Mission Impossible, where you have the four person and the background person on the same plane, and you, yeah. you fuzz, it's that forced perspective. I mm-hmm. always hate that because when the mom is there sewing her, her righteous garments, 
and you know Carrie comes out of the closet because she's not allowed to be out of focus back there. She looks like she's eleven feet taller. Like she looks huge compared to her mom. And then she comes and then comes next to her and then they have the little talk or whatever. I just I, I've never liked that as a as a directorial choice, but uh, I'm only saying that now because I forgot to say it uh, a while ago. But again, this is a good movie. I think this is a well done movie. I think it's well acted. I think all of the things that we kind of poke fun of it for are because of its time. If I had watched this for the first time in 1976, I probably would have been terrified. Yeah. And um, I did also read that Sissy Spacek would like to would go to the theaters when this was opened, and just watch people's reaction at the very end of the movie. To watch people right. scream as the arm comes out. <laughs> uh, so this this movie gets pretty gets pretty high praise for me too. I'm also going to give it a seven and a half. Uh, seven and a half arms coming out of the ground. I thought it was it was a, a it was good. So. It's a good movie. All right. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I did too. All right. I, I have a pretty strong feeling, though, that next week's score might be a little bit lower. But before we get to that <laughs> treat, Carrie, it has been an absolute pleasure having you back on the podcast. And uh-huh. please tell our listeners where they can find your show and all the details, because Dick Tales is a funny podcast that needs to be listened to by all people. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, So my show has been on a bit of a hiatus, but we have new episodes coming out probably next week. Don't hold me to that because my life is messy. Um, Dick Tales is about sex, dating, and all the things. Dating right now and on the apps is kind of horrifying. And if you want to listen to the ups and downs of what that looks like for me and my friends, please listen to my show. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And if you follow me on Snapchat just to send me videos of you jacking off, I will delete you for the record. <laughs> oh, Lord. I can't believe that even has to be said. Oh, my gosh. You would be very surprised then, Sam. It sounds like you're kind of a nice guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, it's the, the the stuff that she's mess. you know, just she and I have chatted <sighs> back and forth about that doesn't even make air for her podcast is just insane. God, this- People, this world that my daughters are growing up in scares the crap out of me. I oh did my read, gosh. I don't know if you saw this, Carrie. I did read that in California, it is now um, considered a, a sex crime to send an unsolicited dick pic. Really? Or, or an good. unsolicited nude pic. It can go the other way. Yeah. Um, also. yeah. But let's just be fair no dude's ever going to say no to whatever you know what was the, the I mean, yeah no, dirty, everyone wants the boobs dirt, but nobody pillows. wants the video of the guy hunched over um jacking off so yeah, yeah, i don't know if i can say that on your show i've censored myself a lot though i'm so not gonna bleep that out that's fine uh <laughs> go to go to her go check her out uh dick Tales. if you're looking for her show just type in dick Tales. there'll be a nice dick there with a monocle and a top hat you're in the yeah, right spot his name is sir dicks a lot he is a gentleman even though a lot of you men are not <laughs> she's very right so go check out her show again it's yep. very funny um i mean i say funny i mean a lot of it's kind of horror stories but it's kind of told in in a funny kind of way mostly at carrie's expense unfortunately oh uh, she just... that's true that is true but i also get to call out people that do me dirty so i enjoy the show yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> thank you. um thanks for having me on guys this was a good time absolutely and we will definitely have you back on where we'll let you pick yep. the questions i'm looking forward to that 
Yeah. In the meantime, go check out our website, cheapseatreviews.libson.com. There you can find links to our social media, as well as links to our uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash cheapseatreviews. Uh, go there, become a Patreon, and get the cool new hollow sticker that I will uh, mm-hmm. mail Carrie so she can have a nice hollow sticker to add to her collection of the other Cheap Seat Review stickers that she already won uh, from last time. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Next week. We're doing Morbius. That's right. Uh. We're doing Morbius. We wanted to do something fun in the middle of the month. We usually do a goofy movie, some kind of silly horror-ish kind of movie. And uh, V, our awesome guest, uh, returning guest V from Life Paranormal with V, wanted to do that movie. So here we are to do Morbius. Mm. Yes. Yay. It's going to be a blast. Hey, at least there won't be naked girls on your computer at work, Sam. That is true. <laughs> there is yep. that. All right. Well, that's going to do it. So on behalf of... Why do I always feel like there's something I'm, I'm forgetting? Oh, well, it is what it is. On behalf of Andrew, Sam, Carrie, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week for Morbius. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. <laughs>